evening, everyone. How are you tonight? So glad that you're here with us at the North Georgia Revival. If you could, if everybody would just stand to your feet tonight. And we want to go ahead and invite you to come down to the front. I say it every week, but there's just something that happens when we step out of from where we're comfortable and just pursue God with all we have. Amen? So if you want to just come on down to the front, that's totally awesome. We welcome you. The, the altars are open before we start worship. And if you can, grab your Bibles and let's go ahead and turn to Psalm chapter 47. Here at Christ Fellowship, we start every single service this way with the reading of God's Word to honor Him and to honor what He says. So if you could welcome Pastor Todd as he comes tonight to read the Word. Amen. All right. So good to see you tonight. I want you to do me a favor. I want you to, to take and gather your stuff up for just a moment. Uh, this is our Christmas season, and we are in the shopping mode, families having Christmas, and all of those things. What an incredible crowd tonight with that season going on. Give yourself a hand clap, would you? Wow. I'm just so honored that you're here. Now, what I want to do and folks are getting on Facebook Live right now, getting ready for our service. I want us to fill up these sections, this section and this section right here, so our speaker tonight doesn't have to scan the whole audience. So there's, if you could do that, gather your stuff. If there's an open chair, move to your right. If we can, let's scrunch in. Can you do that right now? So um, make, take about 10 to 15 seconds. Come toward these sections right here. Move if you can. So honored that you're here. I want you to grab your phone. I want you to grab your phone and I want you to tell someone, a friend of yours, that we're live on Facebook right now. There will be thousands upon thousands of people that will be viewing tonight literally all over the world. From Australia, from Sweden, from Mexico, from Brazil, Argentina. There will be folks tonight watching this broadcast and they're going to feel the presence and the power of God in their homes. How many of you can believe that with me tonight? Who here tonight is from out of town? I'm talking about not out of town, but out of state. You're from a different state. Where are you guys from over there? Alabama. Are y'all from Birmingham? Okay. Moody with Pastor Matt Scott. Bless the Lord. Right over here, where are you guys from? North Carolina. Come on, let's give it up for North Carolina. Anybody in this section right here? How about right here? Anybody? Where are you guys from? South Carolina. Come on, give it up for South Carolina. Boy, there's something happening in South Carolina. Over here in this section, anybody else? Anybody Anybody from over there? Uh, where's my friends? For, where are my friends from Virginia? Where are they? Oh, there you are, right there. Dear God in heaven. Drove down all the way from Virginia. There's folks from all over the country here tonight because they have heard what Jesus is doing at this North Georgia revival. And I believe that tonight is going to be a monumental night in your life. We are here not to worship any personality, not to applaud any team, but we are here to worship the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, Jesus Christ Himself. There will be miracles tonight, but this revival is not about miracles. There will be breakthroughs tonight, and this revival is not about breakthroughs. This revival is about God's people getting right with Jesus, falling madly in love with Him, and keeping Him first and foremost and primary in our lives so that God can sweep across this country and bring renewal and an awakening to our nation. Can somebody get in agreement with me tonight? 
So I want you to grab your Bibles, and I want you to turn to Psalm chapter 47. Psalm chapter 47, I'm going to read two scriptures. You're familiar with the passage. The Bible says, Oh, clap your hands, all you peoples, and shout to God with the voice of triumph. For the Lord Most High is awesome, and He is a great King over all the earth. He gives us a couple commands. Clap your hands, all of you people, and shout to God with a voice of triumph. Now, in my translation, it doesn't say only Pentecostal people clap your hands, or Baptist people clap your hands, or Nazarene people clap your hands. It says all you peoples. So tonight, we're here for an audience of one. And when I count to three, there's something I want you to do for me. I want you to clap your hands. That's all I want you to do. I don't want you to say a word. I don't want you to shout. I don't want you to speak a word. But I want the people down the road to be able to know that we're in this house celebrating Him. And we're going to clap to the Lord. All right? We're going to clap to Him when I count to three. Ready? One, two, three. Come on, Lord. Yeah. All right, now, now hold on. And then he says we're going to shout to the Lord. Now we're going to clap for five seconds, just like what we did. And then I'm going to give the command. You're going to see me go. And when I raise that microphone, I want you and yourself. I'm talking about all of you, whatever denomination, affiliation, movement you're with. Listen, we're not going to tell them that you're here. All right. We're going to tell them how you're going to act tonight. All right. But whatever denomination, just lay it aside. And we're going to shout to the Lord with a voice of victory. I want to say something to you, then i got to move on because we got to praise. Six months ago, the Lord spoke to me very clearly that there would be three significant miracles that would take place in a rapid fashion. I spoke that out to our congregation. And they'll remember that, that I spoke. There will be three significant miracles that the Lord talked to me about. And nothing happened four and a half to five months, significant miracles. Every miracle that's happening is significant to that person, but I'm talking about monumental, being able to document and blow people's minds. October the 28th, Lorraine Barge came into this building with stage four breast cancer. She gets baptized that night, 50 cancerous lesions all over her body. She gets baptized, gets a PET scan the very next day, all 50 cancerous lesions have evaporated and moved out of her body. Significant miracle number one. Almost to the day, 30 days later, one month later, December the 2nd, a lady by the name of Jane comes into this congregation. She heard what happened to Lorraine, the miracle. She shows up in this building with stage 3 breast cancer. They removed the lump from her breast. And then they did a PET scan or a CAT scan to find if there's any other cancerous lesions in her body. They found them in her lymph nodes. On December 2nd, she's baptized. December the 4th, she goes to have an ultrasound that was going to highlight very intensely the lymph nodes to find the lesions that they found. They found four cancerous lymph nodes after she had the lump removed stage three she gets baptized 
I got a letter today from her from the cancer center treatment, the cancer treatment center of America in Atlanta that sent her a documentation today that there are no cancer cells in your lymph nodes. No abnormalities. No abnormalities in her lymph nodes. And said, we do not need to see you until six months from now. Come on, give God praise. Significant miracle number two. I'm believing between tonight and the end of the year and perhaps the first of next year, significant miracle number three will happen because he told me it will happen in a rapid fashion. I say, why not tonight? So he's worthy of our clap and he's worthy of our shout. So we're going to clap when I count to three. Then when I raise that microphone, we're going to shout unto God with a voice of triumph. And then this band's going to take off and we're going to worship him. Are you ready? One, two, three, begin to clap. Come on. Come on. Come on, clap louder than that. Are you ready? Give God a shout of praise.
Come on, lift up a shout. Lifted from the front to the back. Come on. 
let your heart be trouble. Fix your eyes on this. God is madly in love with you. So I'll stay with arms high and heart abandoned in all of the one who gave it all. And I'll stay my soul, Lord, to you surrender all I am is yours. Oh, Lord, I will stand. So I'll stand with arms high and heart abandoned in all of the one who gave it all. I'll stand. Jesus, 
forget the moment that I had standing in my kitchen where I just said over and over again, God, it is well. It is well. It doesn't feel okay. It doesn't feel well, but it is well. It is well with my soul. I'm choosing to trust you in the middle of the storm. I'm choosing to trust you in the middle of my fight. I'm not laying down. I'm not cowering back, but I will choose to say it is well with my soul. No matter what I'm looking at, no matter what I feel, it is well with my soul. It is well with my soul, Lord. And I have to tell you something, God met me right there in my kitchen. Met me right there in my kitchen. And it's the moments like that where he just meets you right where you are. There's no platform that compares to that. I can stand up here and say it is well with my soul because I stood in faith and he did what he said he would do. Fix your eyes. Turn your heart. He's here. He's the peace in the storm. I love the story. The waves were rocking back and forth and Jesus is asleep in the boat. And the disciples are worried and they're all in fear and Jesus just speaks to the storm and says, peace be still. And I hear him saying that to your situation tonight. So right where you are, can everybody just lift your hands? God, it is well with our soul. This is how we fight our battle, God. We continue to say that it is well. It is well, God, no matter what we feel, no matter what it looks like, no matter what it sounds like. The storm may be raging, God, but we know that you're right here with us in the midst of the storm. You are peace. You are joy, you are love, you are healing, you are hope, you are power. That is who you are. So we stand firm and we don't waver in our faith, God. We say it is well with our soul. It is well with our soul. Come on, say it. It is well with my soul, God. It is well. I'm not going to stop saying it, Lord. I'm going to keep saying it. It is well with my soul, God. It is well. No matter what I'm looking at, God, I can stand in faith and tell you it is well.
you sang, what's his name? Jesus, our redemption, our salvation is in his blood. Jesus,
shout for your glory and with everything with everything we will shout for your grace and with everything with everything we will shout for your glory and with everything with everything we will shout
want every hand lifted from the front to the back. Father, we worship you.
close your eyes. The Lord has spoken and he is here. Overwhelmed and overcome by his glory at this moment. His presence is everywhere. There are people in this room. As you're standing in the audience. Of the Lord. Jesus himself. And he is bidding you to come to him. He is reaching out to you in so many different ways and avenues right now where you are. He is reaching into your world. And you're struggling. You're not saved. You've never made a commitment to Christ. You've never decided to follow him. You have churchianity, but you don't have a relationship with him. You prayed a prayer as a child, but you don't have a relationship with him. You were baptized because your friends were baptized, but you don't have a relationship with him. You've been doubting and you've been questioning. Tonight, you remove all doubt. And you remove all speculation. Because this is the moment of your salvation. You've dabbled with it. You've played with it. You've been around it. But it's never been yours personally never claimed it. You never walked in it. The presence of the Lord is here for you tonight. And he is bidding you and calling you and beckoning you to come to him. We're not going to ask you to pray a prayer. But we're going to ask you to give your life. We're not going to hide behind a cute prayer and ask you to raise your hand if you prayed the prayer. And guarantee you that you have eternity. But what we're going to do. That if you're going to follow him in this time. In this season. In this hour. It will require everything from you. It will require you being willing to repent of your sins. To change your mind about it. And to walk away from it. And to begin to follow Jesus at this moment forward. We're not watering it down. We're not placating your flesh. We're not trying to get you to the front, but we're trying to get you born again. We want you to encounter the living God, not on your terms, but on his terms. The way he said it needed to be, not the way some church thinks in order to pad their roles. We're going to ask you if you want to follow Jesus and to be saved tonight.
that you're going to acknowledge that you are a sinner in need of a savior and that you are willing to run from your sin as if in terror and to escape hell and to fall into the arms of a loving savior who will forgive your sins and change your life. If you are willing at this moment to say, I'm not sure if I'm saved, but I want to make sure. I never have given my life to Jesus, but tonight I am. Quit, quit trying to ride the coattails of your parents or your siblings or others or some preacher in your family in the past. This is your opportunity to make Jesus Christ your Savior. Billy Graham once said that nearly 75% of all church members are lost. They pray to prayer and they think that they're going to heaven. You can pray all you want to, but until your life changes and gives fruit that you are now a child of God, you're not born again. Because those that are in Christ Jesus are a new creation. Behold, all things have become new and things in the past are in your past and you walk away from them. I'm talking about biblical conversion. I'm not talking about Southern Baptist, Assembly of God, Church of God conversion. I'm talking about biblical conversion. Where there's repentance involved, there's a brokenness in your mind and your soul, and you give your life to Jesus. Heads bowed, eyes closed. If that's you, the table has been set for you. When I count to three, I'm going to ask you to come to this front and stand right in front of me. There are three husbands in the room, three husbands. You're, in the, in the, you're between 25 to 35, and the Lord arrested your soul when I spoke just then. He tapped your heart, and you're thinking, well, what will my spouse say? What will my family say? Don't worry about that. They will rejoice with you. They will be rejoiced with you. They'll rejoice with you. They'll rejoice with you. Heads bowed, eyes closed. When I count to three, I'm going to ask you to come all across this room. Young people, you need to come. You've been addicted to drugs ever since that you were 12. You have no light. There's no fruit in your life. But you attend church. Get born again tonight. Get born again tonight. When I count to three, walk this way. One, two, three. Heads bowed, eyes closed. Those of you that God has spoken to, come right now. Anybody in this room, come. 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 Right here. This is your moment. This is your moment. Come on. Yeah, right there. Come on. Are there others? Come on. Are there others? I'll wait. Stand right here. Yeah. Are there others? Are there others? Are there others? Sir, did you just walk up for that right there? Pastor Don, don't you? Come on. Yeah. Right here. Yeah. I'll wait. Just a few minutes. Let's, let's pray for a moment. There are others. Right here, right now. Come on. You're among friends. This will be the easiest time that you've ever had to get born again. Mm -hmm. You're right here. 
The bride says, come. The spirit says, come. My Lord in heaven, look at me. Are you ready? Did what I say speak to your heart just a second ago about making sure and knowing? Y'all together. Who's this? Nobody else pray this prayer but these three. It's not the prayer that saves you. It's the condition of your heart if you're here tonight. Say, Jesus. Say it loud. Say, Jesus. I need you. I want to be born again. I'm a sinner separated from you and right now I repent I turn from my sin and I choose to follow you I hold nothing back I give you my all I commit my life to follow you to be your disciple and whatever you ask, I will give to you. I will serve you, and I will follow you. Come into my life, Jesus. Wash me with your blood. Cleanse me from top to bottom and inside and out. I will love nothing more than you. Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. In Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Praise Him. I need to make sure these individuals are taken care of for the next few moments. Okay? Can someone assist me from our team? Um, would you just take care of me? Yeah, I just want you guys to sit. Where are y'all sitting? Over here? No, you were standing. Okay. But uh, we're going we're gonna to take care of you. I need to make sure that these guys get baptized tonight as well. Okay? God's going to rock your world. This is step one. Step two, you're about to have your whole world turned upside down. In fact, why don't y'all go ahead and get ready to be baptized? Just go ahead. Let's take care of them right quick. You may be seated. Come on, give him a hand clap. <laughs> wow. All right. Um, all right. Glory to God. 
Who's here for the very first time, the North Georgia Revival? Lift your hand. My Lord Jesus, all over the place. <laughs> Bless your heart. It's getting wilder and crazier every, every week, is it not? I mean, it is literally just getting wilder and crazier. And um, and I, I, I don't know what to say at this moment. I, I really don't. Uh, we're in our 45th week of revival. 45th week of revival. And we have seen, I don't know how many people get born again. Every Sunday, people are getting born again. Every Sunday, people are getting baptized with the Holy Spirit and fire. Every Sunday, people are getting healed, delivered, and set free. Every Sunday, we're baptizing people. Up to date, I think we're right nestled under the 2,400 mark of baptizing people in the last 11 months. 2,400 people. Yeah. And um, the, the Lord showed me in January about that baptistry. I'm a Southern Baptist pastor. Now hear me. And in 1995, this Southern Baptist pastor was baptized with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues. Well, y'all know that that didn't go well in my denomination. And I thank God for every ounce of training. And I rejoice and celebrate Baptist people, Baptist churches, because I'm still one. But I'm Pentecostal. I'm charismatic. I may have a little Methodist in me, Nazarene, Episcopalian, I don't know, Lutheran. I may have a little bit of everything in my spiritual DNA. But the point is, the point is, I had never in my life, Pastor Robbie, had an open vision. And I'm walking straight to that baptistry, and it was not full of water like it is now, but it was completely empty, and I saw it full in this open vision and a strip of fire on top of it. It was two and a half to three feet wide. And some of us may think, well, why do you tell us that story every Sunday? Because people need to know what's happening in that pool is not man-made or man-manipulated. And the Lord spoke to me and He said, as I'm walking toward that pool in that open vision, He said, Todd, I'm going to baptize people in Holy Spirit fire. And I had no idea what He meant by that. But now I do. Now I do. Last Sunday, 92 people were baptized, Pastor David. 92 people. A few weeks before that, Miss Donna, 143 people were baptized. We baptized to 1.15 in the morning. Some of the last candidates waited five and a half hours to be baptized. That's hunger. There were only about 40 to 50 people in this building at 1 in the morning. But God so touched the one at 1.15 in the morning, 
just as he did someone at 815. Come on now. His strength does not wane. His power has no timetable. I don't know what's going to happen tonight other than this. I know that Pastor Robbie is going to preach in just a moment. We're going to get you to preach this word. And then we're going to baptize at 8 o'clock. You're going to have 34 minutes. All right, we're going to baptize. And I don't know why you came here tonight, but I have seen with my very own eyes psoriasis melt off a man's body. I have seen with my very own eyes cancer cured. People that are bipolar, on medicine, cured and healed instantly in that water. And we never, never tell anybody to stop taking medicine. We never do that. That's between them and their physician. But when they go back to the doctor and their numbers are all over the place and they say, what is going on with you? We're going to have to lessen your medicine. And one, and, and one medical professional took an individual that was bipolar completely off of their medicine. They said, we don't know what happened to you, but you're completely normal. No man gets the glory, Pastor Don. No man can say, I'm the one that brought that. It is him. I'll be in Dallas, Texas tomorrow night at a church in Plano, north of Dallas. Seven to eight churches will be gathered together for a revival encounter just like this. We'll be baptizing, I don't know, 50, 60 people tomorrow night perhaps and on Tuesday night as well. Pastors and God, let me say this, is really frustrated with sharing His glory with people. You cannot brand this. You can't brand it. And He says, I'll share my glory with no one. We're at the verge of Pastor David of seeing an awakening in this church of people repenting and breaking before God and running from sin and running to Him and manifesting His glory and His power. I saw in the Spirit, and I told Pastor David, I saw in the Spirit just a moment ago, mountains being heaved off of people's, off their chest. You speak to that mountain, command it to be cast into the sea. You're going to literally go underneath that water, and you're going to come up, and that mountain will shift off of your life. ushers come forward. We need to receive an offering. I need to make two quick announcements as they're coming. Ladies, don't forget that January the 12th is our North Georgia Revivals Ladies Conference. Already over a hundred plus tickets have been sold. A hundred In just one week, over a hundred tickets have been sold. Pull up the website if you can or pull it up North Georgia. Uh, uh, the ladies conference if you guys can get that up please and uh, you can go to cfchurch.tv register right now it's ten dollars for the conference registration that provides an evening meal for you a chick-fil-a box sandwich and etc it's going to be absolutely amazing um, the ladies pastors wives that are leading this revival are going to be teaching and preaching we did not feel it necessary to bring an outside source superstar Okay, all right. We just know that these women, Pastor Karen, 
Pastor Jill and Pastor Christina are going to lead us into the presence of the Lord and the fire of God's going to hit our women. I feel the Holy Ghost all over that. So register. You can do it right now. CFchurch.tv. $10. Let's receive our offering. Ushers, come forward. Please help us. Please help us. Right around $3,000 a Sunday night to put on this, comp, uh, this revival. I want you to sow a seed tonight. We're not begging. We don't, we, we're not there. We don't have to do that. I just want you to sow a seed in what God's doing. So next week, we don't have any pressure financially. Does that make sense? We just don't want to be pressured financially. There's enough people in here to meet that need and then some. So sow a seed, a substantial seed into this revival and see what God will do. You can text to give. If you guys can pull that up right there, it's a very simple, secure way to give. You can do that right now. You may not have cash with you. You can put $10, $5, $20, $100,000. million, okay? It has six zeros and a one in front of it. And I'm sure that that would happen there. You might feel led to do that. Shine your light one more time, please. God bless you. In the He's name of the Lord. Because you can't hear me right now. Text again. Father, we love you and thank you for this opportunity to sow seed into okay. the kingdom. We bless yeah, you. We thank you. Because he got me muted. And everybody right said there. amen. Second announcement I need to make as you're giving the offering is Caneo Ministry Training Center. Deadline to register is this Friday. Just like that Jesus is a hard deadline. This Friday, Caneo Ministry Training Center. Every individual on the planet needs to be furthering their education in the things of the Lord, how to know your authority, how to walk in the power of the Lord, how to minister like Jesus ministered, and to know the book, and to know the Bible. Right now, there's over 100 students in our ministry training center, and right now, currently, with the new uh, winter session, uh, it's just absolutely incredible. People all over the country are, are jumping in on this. You can do it online. You can do it in class. It will meet on Mondays at 7 to 9, one night a week, and you'll never, ever be the same. Caneo Ministry Training Center, KMTC. Caneo uh, MTC, and you can register there.com. All right, KaneoMTC.com. You can register and get in that. Is that good, Pastor Robbie? How much this house loves you and Pastor Jill and Freedom Tabernacle. I will be with you in your church January 30, I mean, December 31st at 7 o'clock. I want you guys to come and be a part of that. That's a New Year's service. If you have your New Year's service with your church, go there. I don't know who that is, but I would love for us to pack that building out and have a glory, glory encounter with God. Okay? Help me welcome dear friend who knows how to Don't host and lock. carry the presence of God who walks in an authority hit that and he and his wife love Jesus love this That'll revival turn love what God's doing would you help me welcome Pastor Robbie Mathis from Freedom Tabernacle Praise Lord. amen amen would you remain standing you know this is the Christmas season we're just celebrating the birth of Jesus. And aren't you thankful that we're able to, to honor Him?
that we're able to celebrate Him. You know, the Bible says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon His shoulders. And His name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. And the Bible says, And of the increase of His government and peace, there shall be no end. When we make Him government, and the, the Lord of our life, and we give Him our life, the Lord will allow His peace to be in our, in our life. And it's just, just so wonderful, isn't it? Come on, let's give Him another praise tonight. And let's just honor Him and just, just bless Him. Let's bless Him. Would you be, would you be seated? Yeah, we got our, our worship team left us. I need our worship team back up here. Our worship team, they, they went to the back. I, I do want to, y'all just come on back and just start playing something here, okay? I, I want to obey the Holy Spirit tonight. I want y'all just to, to start playing something. One of the things that I have been wanting to mention for uh, sometime, the last time I forgot about this. I know we've got all these events coming up, and uh, I know they announced about the Caneo ministry and uh, this, this training. How many of you have been involved in the Caneo? Would you hold your hand up? And so we've got a lot of you that have been involved in that, and um, some of you have taken, taken that. Those of you that have taken it know what a dynamic, fantastic teacher Pastor Karen is. You, you know how dynamic she is and how, how good she is. This is what the Lord showed me some, some time back. I was thinking about it. I wanted to share it last time. I, I, I neglected to, to share this. Do you know the reason that she is a fantastic teacher? Is because she is always learning. I said, it's because she's always learning. Every time that I have preached at this revival, every time that I've been at the service, there's one thing that you can count on. Pastor Karen's going to be sitting there with her notebook out, her phone out, or something to take notes on. Because she is waiting for the Holy Spirit to grant, to, to, for her to, to be able to hear some nugget, some nugget that she can write down that's going to be able to piece some of the revelation that she's already received and, and gotten. And, and, and so once we do that, if we can be open and always teachable, always ready for God to speak some more nuggets, to speak some more gems, to give us some truth, some revelation, and give us some understanding about things, that's how we grow. And that's how we mature in things. And that's what makes you, Pastor Karen, a fantastic teacher. And I appreciate your uh, willingness to want to continue to learn and want to continue to grow. They don't, she doesn't sit here and say, well, I'm a pastor. I've taught this before. I know everything. I'm good. That's not what she does. But she's willing to learn. And she's willing to apply more and to gain some more nuggets. Amen. If you're not signed up for that, Caneo, you need to get signed up. My prayer, more I believe than any other time that I've preached in this revival, has been this. God, I don't care if I don't preach. 
I just want you to show up. I just want you to show up. I just want your glory. I just want you to show up and be here. I have felt a stirring. I felt a stirring about tonight that God was going to do something special. It was going to be a, a, a holy visitation. We know God inhabits this place. He's here, but it was going to be a holy visitation, Pastor Don. It was going to be a, a holy interruption that I felt that God was going to just do. So have you noticed the way that the service has gone tonight? It's just, it's just been a, a, a little bit... I want to say the word different, but it's in a good way because it's a, a Holy Spirit mandate that I believe that, that God is, is wanting us to, to do. I believe that God is wanting to speak some things, to impart some things tonight, and, and for us to receive all that God has for us. And, and I want to tell you that God is here tonight, and He wants to do some things. So this is what I want to ask. I want to ask all of the pastors I want to ask all of the altar team members, I want you to come up to the front right now. I want all the pastors, all of the altar team members, I want you to come up and I want you just to line up, just back up here against the walls, and, and, and we're going to have a chance for, for prayer. And this is what I want to do. I want to, I want to release something to you. So all the prayer team members, come on up. And this is what I want to share with, with you tonight before we get ready to, to minister. This is what I feel like releasing to you. I was prepared to share an illustrated sermon with you tonight, but I want to be so sensitive to the movement of the Spirit. I want to be so sensitive to what God is doing in this place. This afternoon, after I got home from the service, as I laid down to, I was just going to rest and take a nap, and I just felt, something inside of me, just something stirring, that something that was going to happen tonight. That just, God was going to do something amazing tonight. And I lay down on the couch to take a nap, and I said, oh God, I said, Lord, as I, as I sleep, would you give me a revelation? Just give me some understanding. Give me something, God, that, that I need to know that it's going to be about tonight. God, I need for you to speak to me about tonight, oh God. Would you show me something, impart something, and give me revelation and understanding about tonight? And I laid down and I went to sleep. And, I, I don't, and it wasn't that very long, but can I tell you that in just a moment of time that I, that I took a nap, this is what I did. God gave me a dream tonight. He gave me a dream. And I just believe that God has orchestrated all this because this is a rhema word of God. The Bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. It's the rhema word. It's what God is making alive for this moment, for this night. God is speaking and declaring a rhema word for us tonight because he wants to change our lives tonight. As I lay down and I went to sleep, I went to sleep. And Pastor Ken, I saw myself and someone else making our way to the revival. We were on our way to the revival. You know how dreams are. It was a little bit different place than what I would see in this place. But I knew we were going to the revival. And I want to tell you, we got there early. And when we got there early, I looked. And there were people already there at the revival. And they were waiting. I saw some people even 
laying down, comfortable. Some of them were even, even sleeping, and they had blankets. I saw them pulled up over them, and they were, they were sitting there waiting. It was an, as an anticipation. Did you know that people will go and, and camp out at places on Black Friday specials and sale? Camp all night because waiting for the door to open so they can get into a place and, and get the best deal. They know they're going to they're, they're get something on sale and there's an anticipation. They waited all night. But what I saw in that dream was people anticipating it and waiting for the revival to start pastor they they couldn't wait to get there they they were anticipating something to to happen and even those that were asleep they they might have been uh, physically drained and things going on in your their life maybe there was depression and discouragement and struggles that they were going through physically but on the inside of them on the inside spiritually there was a hunger and a drawing and they knew I just gotta get to where God is and God is in this revival and if I can just get to where he's at I know he's gonna change me I know he's gonna do something different in my life I just gotta get to that place I just gotta get there I woke up my eyes opened and I was thinking, why did I have that dream? I said, Lord, Lord, why? Jesus, I said, why did I have that dream? What are you trying to speak to me about? And this is what I heard the Lord say, Jerry. He said, Robbie, tell them I am here and I have come to change their life. Tell them I'm here and I've come to change their life. This is December the 16th. I just looked in my Bible. I've got a whole page full of uh, things with, with, with numbers on it and just some meanings of what those numbers was. While I was here in prayer, I was walking around and the Holy Spirit told me to look up 16. I looked up 16 and I know there's different meanings, but as I looked up 16, I looked in my Bible and across and the meaning, one of the meanings given for the number 16 was love. I want to tell you God's releasing His love over you tonight. He's releasing His love over you tonight. This is the 40 fifth week of this revival. Four represents the nation. It represents the world of all mankind, humanity. Five means grace. On this 45th night of this revival, God is saying He is here and He is releasing a grace over all of humanity. And all we have to do is step in and receive what He wants us to receive. Are you ready? Would you stand with me? He's here. Brother, He's here. He's here. You ready? You ready? Tonight's the night. Tonight's the night. Let's go. Let's, let's go. Come on. Tonight's the night. Listen, if you know that, that you have... See, there's no excuse about time tonight. 
There's no excuse for the way some people have missed a miracle because they, did, they, they, they didn't want to wait and they didn't want to stay. There's no excuses tonight. Tonight is the night for you to step in those waters. Step in and get healed. Step in and let God change your life tonight. Tonight's the night. God brought you here on this night, on this 45th night of the revival, on December 16th. His grace and love is reaching out to you and He has come to change your life and all you got to do is respond and step in because God wants to change your life. And are you ready? Are you ready? Come on, if you need prayer, I want you, whatever the need is, I want you to come and find somebody to pray. If you're getting baptized, everything's provided for you. Come on up and just make your way on up through the old right here. Go up the steps. Go up through there. Tonight's the night for you to get baptized and let Jesus change your life. Come on, let, let, let's go. Let Jesus work. But if you need prayer in your life, if you need prayer in your life, let God touch you and minister to you tonight. His grace is being released upon you. Let Him do it. Let Him do it. Let Him do it. Y'all go ahead. Come on, come on, come on right now, come on right now.
Praise the Lord. Now let me ask you a question. Come here, Pastor Daryl. I want you guys to hear a testimony they're being prayed for here at the front. I feel the Holy Ghost in that dream that you said. I just, Karen and I just spoke. That is so God. I see people camping out in that lobby and in that hallway. They're coming. They're coming. The hunger of the Lord is going to be so great. I want you to introduce yourself and tell everybody where you pastor. And uh, he is the executive pastor of a church. The presence of God is all over you, Pastor Daryl. Come on up here, Pastor David. I know you're praying. Pastor Robbie, come up here and just stand beside him. Glory to God. All I want you to know is I resisted being baptized in those waters two times. And I want you to listen. Every 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 eye and every ear pay attention except those at the front. I want you to hear what he just said. I resisted two times. And in his grace, he kept calling me. And I just asked one of the staff pastors if I could be baptized in water. And I waited for hours. And when I was baptized in those waters, something shifted. And our church had already been experiencing some rumblings, but not like this week. People were being saved. We hosted, a, a, we hosted a celebration for people recovering from addiction. 20 people surrendered their lives to Christ. We baptized three in water. I received word just today from a very trustworthy volunteer of ours that halfway through it, we were, we saw 100 people they, they prepared food for 100 people. Halfway through it, they were running out of food. He said, he looked at his wife, he said, we're not going to make it. His wife said, don't speak doubt. He said, I ain't speaking doubt, I'm praying. I ain't going to lie to you, I, I got scared I ordered pizza. <laughs> Woo, Jesus, thank yeah. you. Can I tell you that 125 people showed up. We never ran out of food. We had more than enough. People were taking leftovers home, and we never had to touch the pizzas. We witnessed a literal miracle because God is doing something in this place, and he's trying to bring us back to a place where we expect the miraculous again, where we believe in the impossible again. We still serve a God that feeds hungry people. 
God broke addiction over my life. He stirred up a humility in me. He confirmed the boldness that I have to win a million souls. And Pastor, what you spoke tonight about weariness and tiredness, this revival thing is a beast. I've been so tired. But I said, I, if I could just touch Jesus tonight, he can give me a strength that natural strength can't carry me. And that's why I'm here. Extend your hands this way to Pastor Daryl. Pastor Robbie, Pastor David, Pastor Don, would you come and lay hands on him right quick? presence of the Lord is here two times he the Lord spoke to him your miracle I'm telling you your breakthrough your life change can happen tonight are you willing to pay that price and wait the line I need to make this clear next Sunday night December 23rd we are having revival services we get, we're getting calls from all over the country. And there's, they're coming because they're on break. And their children are coming home from, from school. Families are coming in from all over the world to visit loved ones. They're going to drive them up to the revival. If there's a hundred, we're having revival next Sunday. We're going to baptize. There's a young person, a collegiate student, that needs to get in those waters. Can you imagine him being changed like Pastor... Daryl tonight my God I feel the Holy Ghost and going back to his campus Jim on fire for the Lord revival does not revolve around our Western mindset we're gonna have revival come get your family here the turkey will wait touch three people and say the turkey will wait all right get them here and we're gonna baptize next Sunday night Preach the word. Pastor Marty Derricott will be leading and preaching the word next Sunday night. My Lord in heaven. It's not too late to come. This line right here is going to begin to move quickly here in just a moment. But I want you to come. I want you to come. Let's continue to worship the Lord. In about five minutes we'll be baptizing. You're going to see the power of God fall on people.
His kingdom come, Jesus, our redemption, our salvation is in His blood, Jesus, light of heaven, friend forever. His kingdom Let's worship.
Okay, church, we're ready to begin to baptize tonight. Will you bow your heads, close your eyes? We're going to pray. Every one of these have changed clothes tonight. We now call them not scrubs, but grave clothes. When they put their foot in that water, they're entering their own personal burial. Dying to self. Yielding everything that they have. This is a point of contact that when they go beneath those waters, the old is being washed away. The Lord's going to minister to them while they're under the water, but when they come up, the presence of the Lord is going to rest upon them. And they're going to encounter a living God. So, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, we thank you that you're going to baptize people with Holy Spirit fire. And we look to you, Lord, as the healer, Deliver, Savior, the rekindler. We will not be distracted by anything other than the inner working of your spirit to change the heart of man. So, as many of you that can, if you feel comfortable to come to the front. And stand in front of these ropes and to encourage the people that are here and love on them. And as they come down those steps and they round that corner, just let them know that you're here, you're supporting, and be in much prayer for them. Would you right now put your hands together? Many of you just gather all the way up and come toward this roped area. Thank you so much. Tell everyone your name or where you're from. Chris Varnado, Eastman, Georgia. Cindy Varnado, Eastman, Georgia. Alea Christian from Eastman, Georgia. You guys gave your life to Jesus tonight, is that right? Yes. How'd you hear about the revival? Uh, we went to visit a friend up in Dalton, and uh, her name is Miss Erica Shepherd. She is the deliverance minister. And she told us to come to the altar. We're going to baptize you three. We celebrate with you. All of heaven celebrates with you. Your names have been written in the Lamb's book. Yes, 
This is why Jesus came. This is why he walked 33 and a half years. This is why he gave his life. This is why he was baptized too. And so tonight it's an honor to baptize you three, precious family. It's our honor to baptize you, our precious little sister, this evening, on the night you give your life to Jesus. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. wants you to hear your past is over your past is over you've been made new he said though your sins be like scarlet tonight they've been washed white as snow you've never been as pure as you are right now you've never been as pure as you are in this moment now we have to protect that it's our honor sister to baptize you in the name of the father the son and the holy ghost